an interracial couple with two kids wanting to do something that highlights the power of friendship and what it means to be in the company of true friends. We're going to move our society away and out of the loneliness epidemic and into a friendlier, happier world. Welcome to our friendly world. Better, stronger, together. Here we go. Here we go. Do you even know? Do you even understand when you come up behind me and you scare the heck out of me when I'm in the kitchen and I'm deep in thought and I jump and I'm holding my heart (laughs) and I feel traumatized because all of a sudden you're like, you just come up from out of nowhere. It seems from my perspective. Out of nowhere. And it scares the hell out of me. And then you get mad. Then we get into a fight. Because really, all I need is an apology. Like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Whoa, whoa, whoa. time out, time out, time out. I'm just walking up to you. I'm not trying to scare you. Here I'm we just go walking again. up. Here we go again. Like, you know what? I don't even remember <laughs> all of our fights. Like, we have so many fights that, miraculously, I don't even remember the fights. I just remember the general sense of annoyance. And, and like, <laughs> rage. <laughs> but, honey, all you have to say, once you realize I've calmed down, is, I'm sorry. Oh, my God, are you all right? Oh, no, look at you. you I totally startled you. Like, admit it. But you don't. You immediately go into a state of you're on trial and you're fighting for your 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 perspective you're proving that you're right even though i didn't do anything i came up See, i that's walked the, up to you that's you did do you scared me okay but there's intent oh my god your honor all right so good morning everybody good evening good afternoon hello can i just say thank you france france is awesome france has been such a loyal listener country like Outside of the United States. And you know what? And so so many other countries around the world. Thank you all for listening. Please, please, if you could leave us a kind review on one of the platforms when you go on our website, ourfriendlyworld.com. Please, it helps out our show, which already you have helped so much. Thank you for listening, everyone. Anyway, back to our fight. You ready? (laughs) Oh, dear. So, we are always fighting. We love each other, but we're always fighting. (laughs) But really the fight happens because it's, to me, from my perspective, it's about all the making of excuses instead of just apologizing. And so when was it? Was it a few weeks ago or a few months ago? Time is very weird for me. Time is fairly fluid, yeah. But I would say somewhat recently, you know, our whole basis, somewhat recently this happened. And to just backtrack a little bit, our whole foundation for the friendly movement and finding your perfect friendship match, which is how we started. This whole movement was, we set up a, this is long before Bumble and all these other guys. We set up a platonic friendship uh, matchmaking service. So you could find a true blue true i don't know why they call it true blue it makes me sad but like a true friend 
your true friend within your own zip code finding your personality traits and everything like all your ethics and putting all that together to find a true friend that's what we were about i digress what was i saying what was i trying to say time is fluid so all of our stuff goes back to ancient greece actually this is not a new thing i think the the loneliness epidemic is a new thing if you look at all of history but the finding of true friends and to really have friends around you and the dynamics that happen within friendships that's not new it's it's many 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 centuries old all right our inspiration comes from ancient greece mhm hello greece so we we're talking one day, and then you brought up Socrates. Ah, Socrates. And yes, I brought up Socrates because we started, because, sorry, I'm always finding random things because that's what I do. Mostly because, yeah, I don't let, <laughs> I don't let the man track me. So I always log in as a quote unquote new user. So there's no search history. So I'm not diving down rabbit holes. I'm very much taking a breadth first kind of approach to the universe, which is kind of fun. And I uncovered an article that was talking about uh, about Plato's Apologia, which is... Oh, so it was Plato. Well, the only knowledge we have of Socrates is through From Plato. Because Socrates, Socrates was a talker and Plato was a writer. Okay. So Plato is the one who immortalized Socrates. And anyways, so Socrates was Plato's teacher. Yes. Okay. Anyways... The article I came across was telling me that Plato's Apologia, which is the apology of Socrates at his trial where he ended up dying and drinking hemlock. Wait, hold on. Go back. Go back. So first of all, can you remind everyone why he was on trial? Well, he was a dangerous influence. Um, <laughs> uh, Athens had been through a little bit of political instability, and Socrates was out there challenging Everybody, He would stand out in the market square and just talk. His thing was, is he would ask questions until the other person who started out smug ends up saying, I don't know. Yeah, we talked about this before. It's all about the questions and the people that thought they were really educated and knew everything would be dumbfounded. They would be found like as a non-knowing person, right? which is everybody. Nobody really knows everything. And in the process of this, he, he attracted a huge grouping of young people around him. So he was convicted. They convicted. Well, yeah, he was convicted. Yes. He was accused of failing to acknowledge the gods of the city and introducing his own sense of divinity. So he was challenging the status quo. Yes. And more importantly, as we know from Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, <laughs> Socrates, as they referred to him, Socrates, <laughs> Socrates was accused of corrupting the young. So not so, unlike rock and roll stars. I was just going to say, yeah, or whatever it is for whatever time period or whatever we're going through. There's always someone. Well, the youngsters always get into stuff that the oldsters don't understand. Right. So what I discovered reading an article was that Plato's uh, apology true definition of apologia is okay self-justification okay so yeah to so it comes from the greek the etymology of it is apologia and it means a form it's a formal defense of an opinion a position or an action 
So when I apologize, I'm doing right. So, okay, I'm just going to skip over that. In classical Greek, a well-reasoned reply is what it means. To an apology, which they would say apologia, is a well-reasoned reply. A thought-out response to accusations made as that of Socrates. Now, when you scare the hell out of me, whenever we fight, obviously I'm upset. <laughs> And you don't acknowledge the hurt on the other side. You immediately go to your own defense. And that's not an apology. But it's interesting how that was an apology back then. I'm a classic Greek. What can but, I say? But excuse me, what happened to Socrates? Pray tell. <sighs> yes. So Socrates did not have a very friendly room. He had a lot of people who weren't very fond of him. So, yeah, he was convicted. Both counts. And yeah, tell, tell, tell our friends what, what they made him do. Well, hold on. All right. Hold All on. Right. There's All more right. to Go it. Right. Uh, then uh, Socrates, because he's Socrates, he, he, he was a very, very, very smart man for the time. And I think for all time, he was a very, very, very smart man. Definitely. So he suggested a punishment and they said, mm, no. And punishment was interesting. The punishment would have been him having to pay out six times his net worth. Which is interesting. You know what? So he did offer an apology and they were not accepting it. Well, because one of the things I think that makes an apology is if someone can't understand your apology, then you have to make it right. Sometimes you can't just say, I'm sorry, and have it be sincere or they're not going to accept it. Sometimes you have to go and fix the situation. And right. Well, so, yeah. So, As so he, in a way, he was trying to do that. They laughed, they laughed at him for that. Hmm. Literally six times his net worth he was willing to pay. But then ostensibly he would have been able to continue doing what he was doing. So I don't believe he said, hey, I'm going to stop. He said, okay, I hear what you said. So here's, my, here's, here's a payment that I can give you. And he was going to pay them in silver, which is a little twisted, right? Being accused and convicted of being uh, a low moral character, basically, and trying to buy his way out. It's kind of fun. Interesting. Right. And then, and how I come to this is he offered one, it's called Manet, which is a silver coin. And he was worth about that much. He was worth, uh, no, I'm sorry. No, I, I stand corrected. It was actually 30 times his net worth because he offered one Manet initially, which is his entire net worth, which is interesting. And then he said, well, I'll get some guarantors and I will give you 30 Manet which is 30 times his net worth. So it wasn't six times, it was 30 times. Anyways, um, but they said, mm, no, not so much. Um, yeah, here's, here's a cup of hemlock, which is a poison. Go ahead and drink that. Harsh. And he did with no regrets. At least that's how Plato paints it. <sighs> so back to, <laughs> the, back to the matter at hand. An apology, apologia. Sometimes you just can't win, right? Sometimes it's not going to help. An apology is not going to help. We all make mistakes. And apologizing is definitely a challenge. It could definitely be its own art form. Having kids, when they do something terrible to their siblings, we always like have a discussion. And I'm like, okay, once the discussion is done, I'm like, now you see both sides, right? We know your side, why you did what you did, but do you understand why that hurt L? Okay, yeah, reluctantly, they, she'll say, <laughs> yeah. 
I'm like, all right, well, now you have to make amends. I need you to go apologize. And like, she'll march, boom, 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 say, mom told me to say sorry. <laughs> like, that is not an apology. So here we go again. Start all over, have another discussion. <laughs> it's exhausting. <laughs> so it, it's quite a challenge to really apologize. And it, it, it has so many levels to it because sometimes you have to not only apologize to a person, but you have to kind of apologize to your own self and forgive yourself. It's really about forgiveness and letting go and not holding on. That's where the problem is. It's like you feel like you have to hold on. I have to feel like I feel like I have to hold on to my stance because you're not hearing me. You're not looking at me. You're not seeing what pain you've inflicted on me. You know, it could be small or big. If you constantly go to like this formal defense of I'm right. So the the fight explodes and it, it turns into a huge nuclear weapon situation it, it, where there's total destruction. Do you not understand that when we fight? I'm never saying I'm right, you're wrong. You do because let's say you come in and you break something. Then... <sighs> And I'm like, oh my God, that is my artifact from one of my photo shoots from Ethiopia. And you're like, well, you shouldn't have put it there. It's your, you put it there. And, and then you totally give me your whole perspective uh, of why you broke it instead of saying sorry. Or when you do, sorry, Matt, just. I'm not going to get a word in edgewise. Or when you do say sorry, you quickly say it while I'm in the middle of rage. And I cannot hear you when I'm upset. Like you need to hear the person's pain and wait for a pause and then truly sincerely apologize when you say oh my god i'm so sorry while the person is still like in the in the midst of not hearing you because they're like feeling and seeing they're doing a replay of what just happened i can't hear you then and then i don't know a long time later, while at the end of a fight, only because it's an end, only because I'm exhausted or you're exhausted. <laughs> I'm like, and you didn't even apologize. And then another fight starts because you'll say, I did too apologize. Multiple times. I'm like, no, typically. you did not. You did not. Oh, and so we we fight about that oh, no, you for didn't. a long time. So we have to backtrack and find out exactly what minute of the day it was that the supposed apology came. I'm like, oh, oh, oh. So you're saying you apologized right when it hit the floor? I'm, I can't hear you. Like, I can't. I can't hear you. Are you that's serious? That's when I'm feeling it most acutely. Well, that's when I'm feeling it more most acutely and I cannot hear your lame little apology. <gasps> lame? Yes. They're so. super sincere, folks. Mm-hmm. Super sincere. And I only get start getting into defending my position because I'm now apologized. I've sincerely apologized and I'm still getting ball. I'm still getting shellac. You know what? You're lucky you're cute and that I love you because... We always work it out. I am lucky. I'm Knock cute. on wood. All right. He just did a happy dance. <laughs> Here's the thing. <laughs> Sometimes the worst part of an apology is when the person is so mad at you. Right? How do you apologize then? And how do you apologize when you don't like the person? <laughs> right. 
Right. And how do you accept an apology when somebody has done you so completely wrong? Well, I, that's when I think the apology really needs to be for yourself, for you to forgive yourself for being in that situation, to have been hurt by this person and realizing, okay, this person may do this all the time. They may not be a good person for you. You may need to move away from this person. You may not, in, it may not serve you to be friends with this person or have to have this person in your immediate circle or in your circle period, right? So you need to ref take that apology upon your own heart and say, wow, all right, I'm going to take it easy on myself. I'm going to forgive myself for being in this situation, but I'm going to take the lesson that this person does this without remorse whatever the, the, the situation is and take that as an opportunity to say, I am taking this action now. And that action is I will not participate with this person. They're not allowed in. No. Well, in point of fact, that's usually how I deal with things. I mean, when I'm <laughs> so completely wronged, I'm just done, but it has to be a real fundamental wrongness especially when they're very apologia about it they're not even apologia about it they don't even defend it it's just who they are it's a constant stream of wrongs that they'll do like they it, they may not even realize it when you explain it to them it doesn't necessarily have to be a constant string i mean i can remember an ex-friend of mine back in the day i remember and it was interesting uh working at a company digital lava working there for a while senior developer i brought in another guy as a senior developer i'd worked with in the past and you know he was he was who he was and is this the guy you, you played games with yeah absolutely name would, began with an a yeah we would play video games well i i dare say it was I, not the only thing he did wrong to you though well hold on all right thank you anyways um yeah due to some uh financial improprieties uh the company went belly up and another company swooped in to just buy the assets, right? Not the debt, not the blah, blah, blah. They just scraped out a tiny little piece of the company and took it away. And they wanted to talk to all the developers. Fair enough. Software developers. Fair enough. Now I was out on vacay <laughs> rather as soon as, as soon as the company folded and I got my walking papers and I was in like the last round of layoffs and all the rest of it. And there was some shadiness going on there too, but that's irrelevant. Um, I, I took off. It was right when I met my wife. We were dating. We went to we went up to Seattle and uh, for a is week that or two it, weeks. Is that when all that went That's down? That's when all that went down. I thought it was when you went camping with your friends. No, no, no. No, okay. All right, never mind. Anyways, um, so, and he manned up, but uh, the company wanted to talk to all the developers, and I was like, oh, God, I don't know, and I'm not even here, so we'll see is what I said and what I communicated to my friend. And I thought about it while I was out on vacay and I'm like, I might as well like look at these people in the eye and see what they have to say. And you know, maybe there's an opportunity there that I, I might care about, who knows? Um, so I, I changed my mind, I made a different decision. Can you back up, I don't know if it's clear. So basically they were looking to hire some of the developers. Well, they were interested in the So they were kind of interviewing developers. you guys. Exactly. Right. And this is one of these things that typically happens. I mean, when my latest company got uh, acquired, they, again, we interviewed for our jobs. Uh, anyways, 
Um, so when I came back, uh, I made the decision I wanted to talk to them. And it turns out my buddy had already talked to them. And in the process of already talking to them, the projects that I had worked on and pretty much solely worked on back in the day where, where it wasn't a team of developers, it was a single developer who did a lot. He had said that he had actually uh, written those. He took credit for your work. He took credit for all of my work because he assumed I wouldn't be talking to these people. Now, he manned up and told me that. Yeah, he told me, too. Like, he told you in front of me and you. Right. So he, he you know, in, in that respect, he quote-unquote manned up. But, wow. He manned up, but he had already done it. He had already done it. He hadn't asked if it was okay. Which, mm. honestly, here's the weirdest part. I might have been okay with it. I'm certainly okay now because I'm very emotionally distanced from it, but that was it. We were done. I, re I remember, though, in the beginning, you weren't completely done immediately because I think, one, you were in shock. But I remember having a conversation like, well, I guess he needs it more than I do. Like, he's really desperate for work. Right. So he had a mortgage, you know. Mm -hmm. Mortgage and wife, and I just had, so quote, unquote, had, just had a girlfriend. He had a wife. He, she worked, so he had a partner. It's not like he was supporting a family. He was never as, I think, confident as me. Well, of course not. If you're confident, you wouldn't do that act. He did. But yeah, so that was done. So that's an example of one thing, but it really wasn't one thing. He he had a, a, a lot of tiny cuts. Usually when people do you wrong, there are many other cuts, right? Remember, he hit on me in front of you, in front of his wife. You don't even remember? Nope. No, because I wouldn't, have, I wouldn't have taken it at all seriously. I mean, he was kind well, of... Well, neither did I, but it was still gross. Right. In front of his wife at dinner. I get it. But anyway, I'm just saying, usually when someone does that... Uh, what's the word for it when they're devious like that what, what's the word for it when they're not coming from a place of integrity it's not it's not just the one time i get it or is, is that just me is that me I having a bleak can we outlook? get away from me and get back to subject at hand well i'm, I'm saying one i'm not saying i'm not talking about you in particular calm down what I'm trying to say <laughs> is usually it's not just the one thing. The one thing ends up being like the big thing. You're like, that is it. I am done. I don't know. I, I, I quote, whether you go looking for heaven or hell, you'll find it. So if you want to look for those occasions where they were an ass, you will find them. If you go looking for those occasions where they were a super swell guy, you will find them. All right. All right. So what do we do? What do we do with an apology? Do you understand? So basically what we're sharing with you here is our epiphany of what apology actually is. Because, and it was so funny. Again, you're lucky or cute. And then I love you. Because when you found the article on Socrates... You're like, you see, and you were pointing to it. You're like, you see? You see? And then say how you, do you remember how you said it to me? Of course not. <laughs> just because. He's like, you see, I apologia. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, your voice went all high, like, <laughs> like this a is, little this girl. This is my attempt to not get in trouble for saying it. <laughs> but I apologia. I'm like, exactly, you apologia. You basically had the formal defense of your own opinion your position, your action, why you are right. That's right. Instead of saying, oh my God, I'm so sorry. 
Well, that's not an apology. It's interesting how things change over history. Like, like the word things... decimate, that's a Greek word. It used to mean one in ten, and now it means nine out of ten. And now people just misuse the word, not knowing exactly what it means. And where did flammable and inflammable come, ab- come about? They that's... both mean can explode by fire, so or they both can burn, so it's irrelevant. Well, I don't, I don't have my etymology dictionary in front of me right now. And that's another show. Why would you bring up flammable right now? It's just that's Burn a weird the building one. down. That's a weird one. <laughs> I will burn the building down when you don't apologize, right? That that is it, man. I can't. It, that's it's a quote ridiculous. from Office Space, by the way. <laughs> yeah, Office Space. Milton. It was Milton. And the guacamole. I well, that's love that way movie. at the end. Nobody remembers that. Line. Well, nobody actually hears what he's saying throughout the whole movie. Unless you really, unless you, again, pay attention. You have to play it back at, like, slow speed and really turn up the sound to hear what he's mumbling. Right. And he's mumbling, he's letting you know he's upset. Mm Mm-hmm. And he's going to take action, but nobody listens to him. They ignore him, they push him to the side, in the corner, in the basement. Like... Fawn's got a red stapler, by the way. (laughs) Okay, you know what this red stapler means if you watch Office Space, or if you watched the movie office space is that what it was called anyway so the apology well i i don't i don't know babe apologia no and i i get it i get it and i understand that you know welcome to uh traditional thought versus where we should have grown as a culture as a people away from the defense Unless the other person says, how could you let this happen? Or they want to know why, then you should throw that out. I have, I have two examples. One is you really have to let go of your own defense when you, when you see the other side has been broken. And I'm not talking about a broken piece of glass that was broken that you're responsible for, or you think you're not responsible for breaking, but broken as in the person is upset, right? So sometimes you, not sometimes, I think the best approach is to let go of your own defense, stay strong, but let go of that. For example, um, I, I, I saw this example years ago having to do with parking spots, right? So let's say you you park your car like a fool is how I say it. Like, do you ever go into a, a spot and you're like, why did this person park this way? This is ridiculous. Right. They obviously parked not within the lines and took up like three spots. So, you know, for whatever reason, sometimes you don't know. Sometimes that person parks like a fool because the person before them parked like a fool and it was the only spot, like it was the only way. You know what I mean? The other mm-hmm. person got into the lines. It doesn't matter. But let's say you come back to your parking spot and this person is standing there so angry because you took their spot or, you know, you took their spot at work or whatever it is, you park like a fool. Don't try to explain why you park like a fool initially. What you can do is, oh my God, like don't just before they beat you to it, say, oh my God, look at me. I park like a fool. Look at this. I'm so sorry. And you must be so upset. You're trying to get to where you're trying to get to. And here I am. I did this stupid thing. Oh my God. You know, it kind of takes the heat 
off the situation. It could even make for a funny thing like, oh my God, look at me. I'm such a clown. Knowing deep down you're not really a fool, a clown, but do you know what I mean? It takes away the heat. Or it offers justification for the other person to really go for you. Perhaps, but I would say more likely they won't because you're already beating them to it. And isn't it, isn't that kind of Aikido? It's like they expect you to be in defense and you're not. Isn't that part of Aikido? It is definitely offering an atami, which is something where they're convinced that you're about to hit them and it changes their body chemistry. Right. So you, you hit them with the truth. And another thing that changes body chemistry is, this is a, an old Hawaiian thing, but what you state, once there's a pause, once there's enough um, lag in time, and I'm not talking like three weeks later, I'm talking about there's a pause in the moment to say, I'm so sorry, I love you, please forgive me. They may not say, okay, I forgive you in that moment, but it does change the chemistry of the situation. Those are my two tidbits, my two pieces of advice. And the other thing is just try to walk away without creating another fight on top of it. Just apologize or say, oh my God, I see your pain right now. I did not mean for you to experience this pain. I'm really sorry. Let me try to find a way to make it up to you. But that wouldn't work for me because you can't hear me initially. I said, wait for a pause. You don't wait for a pause. You're no. like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Exactly. And then, and then right, right into defense mode. Well, I am being attacked. No, I'm not attacking you. I am sincerely in shock or upset. And you're taking that as an attack on you. See, you're being selfish. You broke my blah, blah, blah. You did this. How could you do this? Well, yeah, that seems awfully directed at somebody. Well, you need to take responsibility. See, you're not even taking responsibility. No, you don't. I apologize. Oh, my God. So fast. No, you you are in defense more than you apologize. And the apology is like a split second long, and your defense is like 18 million minutes long. It's true. We're not getting anywhere now. We're getting into another fight. I can see you looking at me like that. Don't you look at me like that. <laughs> Love is winning, folks. Love is winning. <laughs> what was I for? <laughs> oh, my goodness. I feel mad right now. All right? All right. We're here to solve humanity's problems, not create another one by fighting. <laughs> anyway, maybe we could just say, look, guys, this is where the apology came from. You just got to deal with it. Apologia is not necessarily an apology. You need to rise above it. You need to, certainly when you do someone wrong, you need to own it, and then you need to make it better somehow. And it really goes back to ourselves, right? No one truly has control over your emotions. You can let them, which means I can walk away from you and never talk to you again, man. (gasps) It's true. It's what we do. Not we, but like... That's what people do. They divorce. They, they, because you're not meeting each other. Right. And you don't want to anymore at some point because you're just not, your needs are not being met. Your emotional needs are not being met. If you're constantly having to fight and the, see, 
we should shoot video because <sighs> I should show your expressions. How rude. I am angelic, folks. <laughs> I practically have a halo over my head. All right. Is there any way we can wrap this up? Do you have anything to say other than you are constantly right? I'm sorry, honey. And I'm wrong? I'm sorry, honey. You know what? Shut up. How rude. That's another thing. <laughs> the sarcastic apology. That That's was a, not sarcastic. That was... an. Uh, Another thing is the sarcastic apology, guys. That will fuel the fire. That's like pouring gasoline in. The sarcastic apology. It's worse that the it's 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 even worse than the sin. sincere apology. Like mom told me to apologize. Like what? The sarcastic apology. No bueno. So you're quiet. I was waiting for a pause in the conversation so I could apologize. Okay. Okay, that's too long. <laughs> love you, sweet pea. Don't mean to piss you off. See, that's better. You can say, I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. It has nothing to do with you being right or wrong. The main point is, I love you. Please forgive me. Because I don't want to fight with your ass. <laughs> I shouldn't use a bad word. That's true. Is it a bad word? It's just a body part. It, and it's also a uh, animal. It's also a cute little donkey. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So every good story needs a beginning, a middle, and an end. I don't know. Be kind. Wow. Look at that wrinkly nose. We should have video on you, devil. <laughs> How do we wrap this up? Talking about, I didn't even mention that Socrates was the smartest man as confirmed by the Delphic Oracle, the Oracle of Delphi, which proclaimed Socrates to be the smartest of all men because somebody asked the Oracle, because you actually talked to the Oracle and it talked back, um, who was the smartest man in all the land? And it said Socrates, who was bowled over because he thought he was an idiot. So anyways, folks, when you're caught in a situation where you've done someone wrong, try and let go of defending or even allowing them to understand why something happened. It's not about you. It's, it's about... not about you at that point. It's about making the other person feel better. So the other person needs to express how they're feeling because that's important. And then indeed when they come to a point where it's appropriate. And this is the trick, because I just want to get my apology out so fast so it's done. Because I hate admitting when, you know, I've done something stupid or wrong or clumsy or fill in your blank. When it comes to a pause, then sincerely apologize. And I will try and do that, honest. You say that every time until we get into a situation again. And here we go again. You know, it's, it's fine. When we're sitting here all nice at the table with our coffees, with our mics, and you sound like the perfect person. Thank you. Folks, this is what you do. Baby, a, B, and thank C. you. <laughs> but when, when it comes down to it, here we go again. It's a fight. Tap. Tap. Sometimes we do tap. And then sometimes we have a, a phrase we'll throw out. When we know that there's no winning on either side and we'll just yell, love is winning. <laughs> it's, it's pretty much, is it? I mean, would you consider that a, a white flag? Love is winning. 
Well, that's we certainly that. a request for truth. So yes, white yeah, flag. It's our, it's our request for truth. That's for sure. It's time to take back apologia and apologize. There's a time for an apologia. Well, yeah, certainly if you're on trial. No, not even, well, um, I guess a you're formal, always. A formal trial. No, even, okay, I dare say, now, oh, watch, this is going to backfire on me, but once you've apologized and things are okay again, I think it's important to have an apologia so the person understands how you ended up in that situation. So they know maybe they're short and they'll leave a cup somewhere that's suited for them. And then here comes a much taller, bigger person and they knock over the cup. Then you know, okay, I shouldn't, maybe I shouldn't put the cup right there. But this needs to happen after the fact, after everything's okay, after everything has been soothed then you can say well this is why this happened i don't have any examples out there in the world we can use i just feel like the whole world is in such a state of not hearing an apology right and it's interesting that we had a leader that would never apologize and that's interesting there there wouldn't even be an apology it would just be nothing like never admitting a wrong because they feel like nothing they do is wrong well, and that's a whole other aspect. The person who apologizes, you can view them as weak. And somebody who's weak, you can go after. So it's also about maintaining yourself as, you know, maintaining strength inside of yourself. Even though you're apologizing, even though you're weaker in the eyes of blah, 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 still... Being able to do that is, is really a sign of strength. It's really a sign of confidence. It's really a sign of, you know, I will survive. I will survive. Yeah, and it definitely shows that they are weak when they feel like they can't do that, that they, that they can't apologize because that makes them weak. Well, certainly weak in moral character, absolutely. Love is winning. Love you, babe. Plato's apology. Socrates was a quote-unquote gadfly or a horsefly trying to sting the Athenian nobility into doing what was responsible and what was good, which was really kind of one of the core central reasons why he was accused of the things he was accused of. And like, at least this was his mindset. But again, I'm offering defense, and we're talking about apologizing, and that doesn't fit. We're not just talking about apology. We're talking about the whole thing, the whole thing, defense and apology. And why you need the apologia sometimes you need that defense and like i said you need that defense at the end to explain why a certain situation occurred or to explain your thought your mode of thinking of why you reached a certain conclusion that may still not be understood by the other person if not then that fight is going to reoccur again Why are we hearing crickets in the middle in the middle of the morning? Do you hear that? I do. It's like have you all heard roosters when I was out on a photo shoot in Ethiopia and we were starting to really move away from the bush and like go towards a city but we were still very far away from the city. It was the first time I could sleep in a hut like a structure. Mhm. 
I heard a rooster. I got all excited. Not excited, but I'm like, okay, I guess I have to start my day. Because I was only thinking of roosters from what I read in nursery school. <laughs> <laughs> like as soon as the, the sun comes up, cock-a-doodle-doo, you know, the rooster tells you the sun is coming. It's morning time. So anyway, I heard the rooster and I went through my drawn out routine of putting the socks and the hiking boots and like all the the gear that I would have to have every day mm-hmm. which it took forever it felt like especially when you're hot and tired and hungry all the time and tired <laughs> did I mention that but anyway I heard the rooster it was still dark but I'm like I guess the sun's coming up so I started to get dressed unzip myself out of the many tents I had built for myself because I was terrified of the mosquitoes I had a mosquito tent and then inside of that I was I had all this stuff on me to protect from mosquitoes and then when I got out of the mosquito net tent on the bed supposed quote unquote bed then I would get out of the tent which was inside this hut I finally get out I'm all geared up I open the door and I'm like where's the sun rooster where's the sun so somehow I got to my watch and it was two in the morning I was pissed <laughs> Nice. That rooster should apologize. So, like, are the crickets like the rooster? Like, you think crickets only happen at night. Anyway, I digress, folks. I apologize. Sorry. <laughs> um, do you have anything to add? All right. I love you so much. Thank you for listening, everyone. Oh, I thought she was talking to me. I love you, too. Okay. We'll talk to you in a few days. Be well, everyone. Talk to you later.